All right, Daf Pei Bays. And we're picking it up on Pei Aleph Amid Bays, about two thirds of the way down. Umes Mitzvah Konamakaimai. This is the tenth of Yahishua's Takanas when they conquered Eretz Yisrael. So even before we get into the Gemara about Meis Mitzvah, I'll just speak out the Chazayin Ish's Chakira about Meis Mitzvah Kainamakaimai. Is that a heter that you are allowed to bury the Meis Mitzvah wherever it is, even if it's in somebody's private property and that guy who owns the field has to let you bury the Meis there? Or it's not a heter, but rather it's a chiv, that you must bury the mace in that location. And it's not just an option, but rather you can't move it at all. Another point, the Rambam, when he brings this halacha, he says that, of course, we're talking about where it's chutzla medina, when you find it in the wilderness or you find it outside the city. But of course, if you find a dead body somewhere in the city, you bring it to the Beis HaKvaris. And lastly, before we start the Gemara, you got to know the Amshel Shlomo that says that bizman hazeh, we don't seem to be naig this halacha at all. We always would relocate a dead body to move him there. And the Yamshel Shlomo explains, that because of the Gullus, all these lands are controlled and occupied by the Goyim, and if we would bury the Mace Mitzvah on the spot, we wouldn't be able to control if they would exhume the body and not have a covet of Mace. So in order to have a more of a Shmira, we always relocate a body to a proper Beisach Faris that the Yidden can control. All right, so now we actually start the Gemara. Vira minhi. Hamaitzi meis mutal beisratia. If you find a dead body on the main road, mifanehu liyamin isratia oil ismail isratia. You move it to the right shoulder of the road or to the left, and that's where you bury it. Sedei bur, sedei near, if the road has fields on either side, if it's a fallow field or a plowed field, mifanehu lisdei bur, you should move the dead body to the field that's not plowed and bury it there. That way, at least you're minimizing the financial loss to the owner of the field who already took the time to plow it. Stay near Ustei Zera, Mifaneu stay near. That's going to be less of a hefsid there. Hayu Shtehen Burais, Shtehen Nirais, Shtehen Zeruais. If the fields all had the same matziv, then Mifaneu Lemokam Shiyirtza, wherever you want. But Lemaisa, you see that this Mace Mitzvah does not seem to be kind of a because you're now moving it to where you want it to go. So Amar of Bibi, but Mutal Al Hametza, we're talking about in this Brisa where this Mace Mitzvah is lying across the path in the center of the road. So therefore, you have to move it. Since you have to move it, but otherwise, it would be kind of a All right, so that concludes the end of the price of the 10 things from Yehoshua. Amri Asar, you said Yehoshua did 10, but if you actually do the Cheshman and count them up, it actually numbers 11, not 10, which the Gemara answers, Mahalchem Shvile Rishus Shleimei Amrinan. That means Shleimei Melech said that you can go on these Shvile Rishus. And because there were so many of those kinds of different Takanas, we just were Kailalit in the list, but really it came from Shleimei Melech. Kitatanya, like the Brisa says, Hari Shakalu Peirais of if it's the time of year where already the crops are no longer in the fields, meaning they've already been harvested, still, you don't want to let people go into your field? What are people going to say about a guy like this? What hana do you have from denying people from going into your field? Nobody's even doing any damage. Remember, you've already done the harvest. So, the Pasuk of Mishle says, when you can be good, don't be bad. So, because it's Mishle, therefore we know Shlema Melch already said to do this. Is that really a Pasuk? There's no such Pasuk that way. It's actually a concatenated parts of Psukim put together into an expression, otherwise known as an epigram. But the Gemara says, in, it is. Ksiv ki haigavna is written like that because the Pasuk does say, al timna mi ba'alov yodcha la'asais. When you have the ability to do something good, do something good. So if you're not using your fields for anything and somebody else can go through it, it makes their life easier, be a good guy. Frek the Gemara, v'suleka, there's no other takanas that Yeshua made when he divided up Eretz Yisrael. V'ha'ikar de Rabbi Yehuda, what about Rabbi Yehuda's one? De tanya Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, v'shas haitzoas zvalam at the time when you take out all the zevel, which can be used for fertilizer, you can put it out into the 
And you can put there for 30 days. This way, all the people and the animals, when they walk on it, they soften it up and make it more appropriate for the fertilizer. Actually, work that into the original division that you're allowed to do that with your Zevel. So, why don't we count that as part of the list of from Yeshua? And I'll give you another one. You can cut off the branch of the fellow's tree to save the swarm of bees that went into the neighbor's field and settled on a certain branch. In other words, if my bees went on your branch, and I don't want to cut it off little by little because then it will not solve the problem of the moving of the bees, so I can cut off the whole branch that's on your tree and bring it back to my, na- my backyard. The nice and lay, and you just pay for it. You pay for the value of that branch. And there's another that you spill out your own wine, and you could save the honey of your chaver. This is assuming that honey is more expensive than wine. So if I have my barrel of wine and you got your barrel of honey and your honey barrel is leaking, so I'll dump out my wine, save your honey, and now I'm going to be and I could take the value of the, my lost wine from the honey that I have now saved from you. And there's another tonight, a person with a bundle of wood on his donkey can unload the wood, and load his fellow's pishtan on his donkey, if that's going to get lost. See, here you have these extra things that Yeshua said, but why are they not in the list of the ten things? To which the Gemara answers, you know what's different about those? We're not talking about when these things were set over by a yachid. And therefore, in a Hanami, they may be true, but that's not what we're listing in the grand list of the ten. Moving to Omid Aleph. Let's say if my fruit tree is leaning over into your field. Okay, the branches overhang into your field. Or it's within 16 amas of somebody else's border of their backyard or their field. Maybe Vakari, you can still be, maybe Vakari, you can still bring these pears to the base of Megdash for Bikurim, and you could say the Sukim, even though you have to say that these things grow in your land and they're technically overhanging into your land, eh, you know, but still you could do it. Why? So this is number 11 that Yeshua said. Why are we Bryce only listing 10? Who's that? Rabbi Shuvan Levihu. Who's only an Ambaira. So the Bryce is not going to quote something from Rabbi Yeshua. Rav Gavia mi beksil masni la behedya. He taught at Peferish. Rabbi Tancham ver Rabbi Biras amri mishum zakin echad. Umanu, as we mentioned, this from yesterday, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. He is that zakin echad. That he said there were ten. So you see that the ten were not in a Bryce, but they were really Amoraic memra of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Okay, now we're done with Yeshua. Now let's go to a different ten list, which is going to be from Ezra. Asara takanais tikin Ezra. This is when Ezra brought them from Bavel back up to Eretz Yisrael. What are the ten things? Shakaran b'mincha b'shabbos. We read from the Torah on Shabbos afternoon. The Karen b'sheni v'chamishi. We read it from the Torah every Monday and Thursday. But done b'sheni v'chamishi, and that's where the courts should be in effect. Umechabsin b'chamishi b'shabbos, and you do your laundry on Thursday. Va'echlan shum b'erev shabbos, you eat garlic on erev shabbos. Vishitei isha mashkemes va'ifa that a woman should get up early in the morning and bake. Ushitei isha chageres b'siner, and she should wear this undergarment. And she should do this chafifa in preparation for her going to the mikveh. And that the peddlers of perfume should go into the city, so this way the women can have nice perfume for their husbands, and nobody can have a tain on that. And also Ezra said that you have to go to the mikveh if you're a balkari, and as we see, that's before you learn Tyrus. So that's the list of ten things that Ezra said. Now we'll go through each one of them. Because people were very busy during the week and wanted to give them an opportunity to learn more Tyrus, so therefore we lay in on Shabbos afternoon. 
afternoon. The second one was Shayu Kairin Bishini Vachamishi. You should read from the Torah on Monday and Thursday. Over here is where the Rishonim speak out that this is Monday and Thursday is an Ace Ratzai, and that's why we have the long Tachanan. And if you work out the Cheshbin, Monday and Thursday is when the Luchas Rishonis and Shniyas were given, and that's why there are a, d- days of Yimei Ratzai. Frek the Gemara Ezra Tikkun, did Ezra actually say this? It was already earlier that you have to do the Kriya Satara Monday and Thursday. Did Tanya, because the Bryce says, that when they were in the Midbar, they didn't have any water. And those who darshan the Psukim said, which is a reference to the Tyra. They became exhausted. So Therefore, the Nevi'im who are amongst them, which we understand to be before Maishu Rabbeinu, said, that you should read on Shabbos, and then your Mavsik on Sunday, the Kairin, and then you read again the safe from the Sefer Torah on Monday. This way, three days won't go without learning Torah. That's why that you see Monday and Thursday there were Masaka to read from the Torah. But this is way before Ezra, which the Gemara answers me. The original Nevi'im said that there should be one person for three Psukim, or three men should read three Psukim. Also, who? And then subsequently, Ezra came and Tikin Tilsa Gavri that three people should read, the Asura, Psuke, Kenegad Asura, Batlonim, you should read no less than ten Psukim, Kenegad the Asura, Batlonim, the ten people who would be hired to sit and learn all day in the shuls. The next one was Vedonin Besheni Vechamishi, Dishrichi, because those are the days when people are around, to also Lamikra Besifra, because they come to read from the Torah, because they want to be Makayim, the preceding Takana from Ezra. It's very interesting. They come to the city so they can hear the Torah being read, and that's why those will be the days that you can go to Bezdin. Number four, the people should do their laundry on Thursday, Number five, that you should eat garlic on Erev Shabbos, because of the Aina, because of the Tashmish that's going to be happening on the Shabbos. should be like a tree that yields its fruit in the proper time. There were five things said about garlic. Satiates, it warms the body, it brightens the face. Increases the zera. And it kills the parasites inside of his. These are all good things that shum, garlic, does, and therefore Ezra said you have to have it on Erev Shabbat. And it is interesting that nobody seems to be concerned about the bad breath that garlic gives you or the fact that it wards off vampires. But said these are the five things about garlic. Okay, number six. That a woman should get up early to bake her bread. That was Ezra's takana. Number seven, she should wear this undergarment, Mishum Tzniyusa. This Chaygeres will somehow be Merachiger from Avera, Rashi says. Number number eight is, she should comb her hair before she goes to the mikveh. So the Mar says, why is that a Takana? And S Besarai, what's the S referring to? S Hatofala Besarai. My new sayer, it's talking about the hair. So the Torah says you got to take care of the hair to make sure there's no issues there and there's no knots or anything that's foreign in the hair that you got to remove. So why is Chaifefes one of the Takana? So Amri the Gemara says because Deiraisa la'ayune the Torah only requires you to look at it. I'll go look at the mirror. Says, all right, looks good to me. Because Dilma miktar maybe it has a knot or inami ma'ovus media maybe there's some schmutz in it. So then before Mishum Chatitza you're gonna have to take it out. Turning over to Amid Beis also ihu tikun chafifa. Now Ezra came along and said you have to actually comb it out 
to make sure there is no issue in the Khafifa. Paiskim have a shayla whether or not is that only referring to the hair on one's head or any body hair as well. Kolponim, that's number eight. Number nine. We allowed the peddlers to go into the town and actually sell to the women. We want the women to become endeared by their husbands so they should be able to get the perfumes. And the tenth and final one is Vitikin Tvila Lobale Kiryan. Frakta Gemara, why should Ezra be Masak and Tevila for Balkari? It's their Raisa. To which the Gemara answers, no, you're right. The Torah talks about going to the Mikvah after we become a Balkari. That's for Kachim, for Truma, for Taharis. Also, who? But what did Ezra come and say? That's the whole first part of the third paragraph of Brachas. Ezra was Masakin to learn Tyra, you gotta go to the mikveh after being a Balkari. Alright, but once we finish with Ezra's ten things, let's talk about other lists of ten things. Asar Dvarim Nemer Biyurushalayim. What are the ten things? Number one, Enabayas Cholukba. There's no house in Yerushalayim that gets permanently sold, but, but rather you can redeem the house. Number two, Veinamavia Egla Rufa in Yerushalayim. Veinanasisir Nidachas. Even if everybody does a Vedazar Leilenu. Veinamitama Benegayim. Veinamitsian Ba Zizin. You shouldn't have these extending beams and balconies in Yerushalayim. You don't have garbage dumps in Yerushalayim. You can't have these big ovens that produce a lot of smoke. You can't have gardens and orchards in the city. Except for rose gardens. Because those were in the days already from the first Nevi'im. You can't have chickens in Yerushalayim. This one we actually had mentioned earlier. And you can't keep a mace overnight in Yerushalayim. Now we'll go through each one, one at a time. Ain habayas cholitba. A house in Yerushalayim is not going to be permanently sold, but you can redeem it dechsev, because the pasuk says, "Become habayas asher loychayma letzmisus lekaina oisay ledayraisav." And this Balmemra holds, Yushalayim was not separated amongst the different Shvatim, and therefore, since he's taking sides in that Machlaikis, that it wasn't divided, it's all going to be part of that city of the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore all of the Shvatim have Shaykhis to it. Therefore, Yushalayim does not have the tour of a walled-in city like the Torah is talking about. And based on this is why the Gemara in Yuma and Megillah says that people who live in Yerushalayim can't rent out their houses for people who come for Shal Shergalim because the people who live in Yerushalayim don't really own their own homes. But that would be the point of how people in Yerushalayim have this din of not being able to sell it permanently. If you live in Yerushalayim, you don't bring an Egla Arufa if they find the dead guy. And again, and therefore it won't be part of that Pusik since it's not really owned by the people who live there. Number five, you can't have these kinds of extension beams and balconies. We're afraid of the overhang. And also, the people who are coming up and being oil regal, and they may not be familiar with the layout, so we don't want them to get hurt by all these different protrusions coming out of people's homes. You don't bank garbage dumps because of all the different shkatsim it will cause to be there. You don't want to have these big ovens because of the smoke that they would create. You can't have gardens and orchards because of sircha. What's sircha? Because of the smell of the decomposed stuff that these gardens would require you having. We said except for the rose gardens. As we'd already mentioned. We don't keep a dead body overnight in your shalim because that is a gemara, that is a messaira. And we're going to stop here, pick it up, and finish Perak Maruba and Mirza Hashem tomorrow.